Before we dive into this episode, I want you to think about what it would feel like to have your dream clients begging to work with you. Your DMs are flooding with inquiries, emails are pouring in, and your past clients are sending over all of their friends to work with you. Trust me, babe, you've been putting in the work, investing in your education, and reaching new levels in your self-development and skills. I see you. But do your dream clients actually see you online? I have a handful of intuitive content coaching calls available and would love the opportunity to help you shine online. Check out kianamarie.com slash connect to learn more. Together, we work closely to generate a ton of content for your business, not just trends, but genuine content that feels true to you and your business. From my kitchen table to yours, we come up with a content plan flooded with behind the scenes clips, client experience, and upcoming events. You are a big deal, my love. We just need more people to know about you. Let's capture that twinkle in your eye and share your passions online. Your dream clients are just one scroll away from finding you. Let's connect with them. Find more details at kianamarie.com slash connect. I can't wait to see you shine online. Now let's get this party started. People often focus on the gear when I believe it's more important to focus on how you make others feel. Today's podcast is focused on photographers, especially wedding photographers that are interested in booking organic, local, and loyal future weddings from your next wedding. Wouldn't that be incredible if you could take the time that you are already putting the work in, you're already hustling on a wedding day, you're already creating a magnetic experience. Photographers, wouldn't it be a dream? If from your next wedding, you easily booked your next wedding. Now I'm not talking about the wedding that you're going to book next fall and then the next weekend book their very best friend. But what if we can start planting these seeds to really make a difference in the work that we're already putting in? I get it. These algorithms are really frustrating and these trends are so fleeting, but what if we use some strategy and truly pour our hearts into serving the clients that we already have. Plus, as you know, I've said this before on the podcast, good people know good people. So if you're connecting with a specific couple that you just fall in love with, I can almost guarantee that their best friends, their cousins, and their extended family are most likely really awesome. And they're probably a little bit similar to them. Welcome to Kiana Marie Weekly, a podcast for creatives who love to celebrate wins, big or small, by dancing in the kitchen, photographers who are excited to serve their clients, and friends who are ready to chase really, really big dreams. You can find all the resources mentioned in this episode at kianamarie.com slash podcast. Join me as I share weekly motivation and chat about growing pains, finding genuine connections, and celebrating your wins through the lens of a photographer at heart. Come join me for a dance party. Ready? Let's go. I want to introduce you to a quick concept. We can dive deeper into this into the future, but I want to introduce you to what I like to call a queen bee bride. Now, let's be totally transparent. This is not high school. Okay. So I am not talking about the most beautiful bride in your neighborhood or in your community. I'm not talking about the wealthiest couple. I'm not talking about the couple that has the most beautifully curated Pinterest feed that is just, you know, dream weddings beyond dream weddings. 
personally for me, when I think of a dream wedding, I think of how I feel on that wedding day. It's not about the floral budget and how expensive things are or the luxury of the venue. I like to feel good at work every single day. And that includes working with people that I think are really awesome. So getting back to the queen bee bride, I'd like to introduce you quickly to Jessica. Jessica's wedding alone has helped me book four more weddings, including a destination wedding to Mexico. So one of her bridesmaids, Kira actually helped me pack my bags and took me to a destination wedding. It was absolutely beautiful. Not only was I able to book four weddings from from Jessica's wedding, but I also had the opportunity to have a couple that modeled for me for a styled shoot, which brought me in turn tons of connections with even more incredible wedding vendors and helped me land a spot on a vendor list to a winery that I absolutely love. And I love shooting that year after year. All of this happened from one queen bride. Now, as I started analyzing this, because I love, of course, thinking about the past and going over all my thoughts, I started to wonder, did I book these weddings just because Jessica said so, or just because I'm a nice person and I happen to take really pretty pictures? The more I started dissecting my moves and my actions on a wedding day, I started tallying up all the different queen bee brides. And I know you can't see me, but I'm doing air quotes over here. The more I started tallying up these queen bee brides or king grooms, as I'd like to call them too, guys often give really great referrals as well. I started to realize that this is a process and there's actually a strategy behind this because if you're just a nice person and you're just kind and you're friendly and you happen to have an expensive camera, I can guarantee you that there's something missing, or there's a hell of a lot more things that you could be doing on a wedding day that is going to attract and create these magnetic experiences. Wedding photographers, if you're feeling frustrated and confused, wishing you had more inquiries and dream weddings on your calendar, I got you. I'm launching Book Dream Weddings, and this may be the answer to your prayers. I know you are passionate about weddings and your gorgeous work speaks for itself. You're friendly and go above and beyond for your couples, yet still struggle with filling your calendar with dream weddings. This program is the Mac Daddy of all online coaching and courses. You'll have weekly access to me directly to answer your burning questions, discuss strategies that boost organic referrals, and keep the motivation and encouragement flooding. In addition to one-on-one coaching, we'll also have weekly group coaching parties, like many masterminds to bounce ideas and share real wedding experiences, as well as videos and workbooks to help you learn at your own pace. It's the cluster of online learning that we're all craving. Let me help you book your next wedding from your next wedding. Click over to the show notes to get on the wait list today. I'm so thankful you're one of the first to hear about this. I probably have about a dozen of these queen bee brides that have booked me. If not at least two, I would say at least two or three brides from one wedding would consider themselves a queen bee bride. Um, but I can say there's over a dozen of these girls in my life that have booked me for multiple, multiple weddings. And I started to realize, okay, there's gotta be a strategy behind that. So that's what we're going to chat about today. We're going to go through five specific strategies that I have implemented into my business that have completely revolutionized the way that I work on a wedding day. 
So let's dive into those right now. The first and most important thing about preparing for your weddings is creating a stress-free wedding day. And to be perfectly honest, this starts with you, no matter how much planning the wedding planner is involved, no matter how I call it like the Monica bride that, you know, if we have a Monica bride and she has her binder and she's prepared Monica from friends, I try to think of, okay, there are so many things that I can do as a photographer to even meet me on that first time I walk through the front door of a wedding. And that starts with you. So educating yourself, becoming confident in your gear, knowing the ins and outs of your camera settings, of your lighting situations, walking into a wedding day, feeling confident in your craft, confident in the services that you offer is wholeheartedly going to set yourself up for success. How, and I'm, I'm not even asking the rhetorical question here. Like, I'm seriously curious. So like, How can you expect a wedding day to go smoothly and stress-free if your ball of anxiety and your stress, it's just impossible. So I highly encourage you to take the time, educate yourself, second shoot for others, and truly feel confident in your own skin on a wedding day. This includes creating a timeline, building one with you and your couple's stress in mind. I used to build out these timelines thinking, okay, they're all about the photos and they're all about the best lighting situations, which is absolutely true. However, I've taken them a lot deeper with creating checkpoints throughout the day. So my couples know that they don't have to feel rushed. They don't have to feel like their day is escaping them or that their wedding day, even though ironically, it doesn't make sense, but I hope it doesn't feel like a huge photo shoot. Their wedding day should be sprinkled throughout the day with checkpoints and fun photos, but it shouldn't ever feel stressed where they feel like their temples have headaches from too many smiles, or they feel like they're being posed throughout every single little milestone on their wedding day. This is why it's important to really take the time to build up that timeline with vendors involved, with stress-free moments in mind, and truly padding the day for extra time. Also, another little key point for tip number one is to be as comfortable as possible. And this includes dressing for the day, making sure you have comfortable shoes, making sure you look professional, but still mobile. And of course, as always, I'm queen snack girl, always making sure that you have food, plenty of water and snacks. I have in my contract that I request to have meals for both me and my second shooter or my assistants through the day. However, as we know, sometimes it doesn't happen. And instead of me being crazy about it or raising a stink about it, or, you know, having a conversation with the catering about it, being all butthurt about that situation, I always ensure to have my snacks. Number two, rolling into creating a magnetic experience for your current couples is to create an honorary position of yourself as a bridesmaid or a groomsman on the wedding day. This is so huge. If you can step into that role of being a helper, of being a servant, going above and beyond, honestly, just trying to be the hero throughout the day. I can't tell you how many times I have sprinted upstairs, back down to the beach to have the veil for sunset photos. I have had to put out fires, literally. Things are burning on tables from candles. There's just so many things that happen on a wedding day. And if you can pour your heart and soul into creating the best experience for the couple, your whole entire, the, like the whole game will be a different day. This is important. 
The third way that you can help create that magnetic experience is leaving the drama for your mama. Now I know that wedding parties can get a little crazy. I know in-laws can sometimes create scenes and that's totally normal, but I bet you wouldn't guess I'm actually talking about the relationship and the connection you have with videographers that day. This is huge. When you are working with videographers, you absolutely have to be the first person to introduce yourself, create game plans, and remind them that you're both on the same team. There can be a stigma between wedding photographers and videographers. I've had many brides reach out to me and ask, you're going to, you're going to get along with my videographer, right? Cause I just don't want any drama. Right. And I just start laughing thinking, okay, if there's any drama on your wedding day, I can guarantee it's not coming from me. However, I will try to be as proactive as possible to make sure that this doesn't happen. They're going to get in your way. There's no doubt about it. We can have a game plan. We can make game time decisions on a ceremony, but guess what? Their butts and their backs and the back of their heads are going to be in some of our photos. Instead of rolling your eyes and creating a scene and huffing and puffing that they're annoying or that they're not going by the the plan for the ceremony or for the first dance, just move your feet. I have learned this. I don't want to say the hard way, but Kiana, like five years ago, totally would have got a butthurt about this situation would have literally been having conversations with my eyes and my facial expressions with wedding guests as they're looking at me thinking I'm going to tap them on the shoulder, ask them to move. And Kiana now, five years later, after having all these experiences, I can honestly say that honestly, videographers and I we get along. We're buds. It doesn't matter. I love working with them, especially when we are in a time crunch and we don't have time to split each other, especially during precious sunset times. We work together and I make sure to let the videographers know that I'm on their team. So I do a lot of posing, a lot of action. Of course, we do some of the professional portraits where we feel a little bit more stiff, but I love creating movement. I love dancing. I love spins. I love walking and transitions. And those of course are perfect for video. So I ensure to let them know that we are both on the same team. Number four is creating a shot list. Now, to be perfectly honest, I kind of think of a shot list, like a grocery list. When I go to the grocery store or when I pop into target, I have my list. And sometimes I pick up some more things that I had in mind, right? I think that it's inevitable for a lot of us. Hopefully some things aren't missed. Something isn't missing off the shelf, like having a drunk cousin who went straight to the bar instead of joining us for family portraits. Sometimes that happens. And that's exactly how I explain it to my, to my couples. I try my best. I have my list, but just like I'm whipping up a meal. When I get home, I have my ingredients. I have all my people there. I know the combinations that we need. I know exactly who needs to be there. And sometimes I may not know the names of these people, but after so many years and so much experience working with families, sometimes I even come up with combinations that the couple didn't even request. And I try to be really proactive about asking, I call them the VIPs. So asking mothers, asking more parents, and sometimes the aunties, they'll know who's the VIPs for the family and who should be there and maybe even who should not. Right. So including those types of photos are important. Adding a couple more bullet points to creating a shot list and creating this magnetic experience for these organic and super easy referrals are to consider the vendors on wedding days. Mostly wedding vendors are running around so busy. They maybe 
whipping their phone out for quick little behind the scenes, or sometimes they pause and take photos mostly with their phones. But a lot of times wedding vendors are banking on us and just hoping and praying that we send them a link to their, to their photos, to see, and to share. So going above and beyond thinking of wedding vendors and what they would like on the wedding day, I take the time to pause and capture the florist, putting the final touches on the ceremony space. I love creating time-lapse and photos of the hair and makeup team, getting all that glam squad put together, the wedding coordinators for the venue when they're running around, I'll ask them, Hey, do you girls want a quick headshot? I'd love to provide this for you. And oftentimes they look at me and they're, they're usually frazzled. They have their tennis shoes on. They're definitely sweaty from running around all day, but I tell them, let me just capture this for you. I know you're going to want these. And I do. So that has been a great way to incorporate extra images, extra details of the day that they're going to want to share. And once again, this is just creating easy steps for people to talk about you and to refer you and to be thankful that you're there knowing that they're going to be covered. And last but not least, number five is creating behind the scene video and short film. This by far, I saved the best for last. If you're still listening, I'm so happy you're here because this one tip truly has amplified my business beyond measure. When I take the time to pause, whip out my phone, capture the details, this has honestly been a game changer for me. Capturing checkpoints throughout the day, fun little details, and highlighting, once again, highlighting the vendors, highlighting special moments has truly just taken my business that I have in real life and the passion that I have in person working with these couples and with these families has been able for me to put this online and to break those barriers, crushing these networks. And I should say like crushing these walls of these little networks around me. When couples have these little cute little behind the scenes clips, they're going to be so excited to share it. I can't tell you how important it is as a wedding photographer to have bridesmaids and groomsmen and wedding guests excited to easily share your work. Because think about it. Oftentimes we are posting and engaging with other photographers and other wedding vendors around the country, which is great. We have to have that support system. We love our Instagram la la land where we are supporting our friends and just honestly getting inspiration and just kind of staying in the know with what's going on as we scroll. But what if we can connect with local girls? I'm talking about the friends that go to our local gyms, that the girls who go to local nail salons, and these are the women in your circle that I feel like a lot of us are sleeping on. If we don't maximize this exposure by these quick little Insta stories and these quick little reels, this is exactly the type of organic marketing that I really want you to focus on. So, uh, that pretty sums up just some quick pointers, just quick little five key tips, that you can absolutely maximize the work that you're already doing. I know that I'm a really scrappy person. I love making everything that I do max, like to the max. Right. So I don't like, I don't like to make more work for myself and I don't want you to feel stressed that you have to constantly be on your a game on social media. You are already doing the work. Let's amplify it. So going back to the quote for today, a lot of times, a lot of times photographers will invest crazy amounts in their gear and be really techie, which yes, is important. We have to have high quality gear and we have to know how to work it. 
But instead of putting that as your primary focus, let's focus on loving and serving the clients that we already have. Let's focus on trying to get those next bookings with people not even questioning your pricing, not even questioning whether they've seen your photos from that day or not. They know that the experience you created on that wedding day is something they cannot live without. So photographers, I challenge you at your very next wedding, implement some of these key tips, really truly love and serve the clients you already have. And let's book your next wedding from your next wedding. Ready? Let's dance. That's a wrap on another episode of Kiana Marie Weekly. Thank you so much for your listenership and support. You can find the resources and show notes for this episode and more at kianamarie.com slash podcast. I'd be honored and so grateful if you showed your support by leaving a review and writing on your favorite podcast app. Until next time, keep on dancing.